Hello, my name is Kenneth Bethune. I am uh, living currently in Oklahoma City, uh, where I attend law school. Originally, I'm from Texas. Um, I attended a small liberal arts college there. Um, I'm here today basically because I'm going to make an attempt to begin podcasting on a semi-regular basis uh, in concurrence with my rival country blog. Uh, mostly my topics range from social to sport uh, and anywhere in between I like to talk about pretty much anything that makes me mad for the most part uh, and then on top of that occasionally the uh, the odd positive aspect of society will come about. Uh, more often than not though, I'll be complaining, uh, be it about the NBA, college basketball, some obscure sport you've never heard of, you name it, uh, I can complain about it and hopefully my ranting and raving will be enjoyed by one or two of you out in the free world. If not, uh, at least I can listen to myself talk. Um, today, I don't know that I'm going to get into any actual topics. Uh, the two most recent things I posted to my blog were a short paragraph about how I felt on midmajority.com. For anybody who's aware of it, midmajority.com is a website that um, mostly focuses on the mid-major NCAA men's basketball uh, schools. It tracks the best players, the best teams, their success in the tournament. Um, I believe his major point is that while the big schools, the, the BCS schools, if you will, make the most money and get the most attention, that the majority of college basketball falls under this mid-major and, and even more accurately low-major uh, designation and he wants to give them their due attention and he does a great job of it. It's all about mid-major schools, very professionally done, um, statistics beyond belief, uh, very thorough, very professional. I enjoy the website greatly. On any given day it'll, it'll map out the games for you on a, a Google map uh, wiki or whatever they call them. Um, it's great. I'm really impressed with it. Uh, I wish that I could do something of that nature with my own website, but alas, I am untalented and unmotivated. Um, my my more recent post is, um, and by more recent I mean in a matter of minutes ahead of it, I, I posted something about how much more enjoyable European basketball can be to watch. Um, earlier today, I was at True Hoop, which is Henry Abbott's site, as anybody who's listening may or may not know, uh, truehoop.com, affiliated with ESPN, uh, and True Hoop, or, I'm sorry, this ESPN blog, True Hoop, had this link to a Spanish League highlight video, and in this highlight video were a few recognizable faces it had uh, Walter Herman dunking in his boxers and uh, an old Palgasol alley-oop and a little Sarunas Yesikevichis uh, in action in his glory days at Barcelona. Um, 
but for the most part I recognized almost no one in the video which might say that I'm out of touch with current standards you know the status of European basketball which is entirely possible um, but more accurately uh, I don't watch it so I guess that I was pleasantly surprised with the quality play uh, unlike the NBA and I'll I'll admit that this was just a highlight video as compared to a full-fledged um, you know game so I can't vouch for the beauty of the game 100% but the difference in a highlight video from the Spanish League was jump shots going in uh, good team play passing to other people I think in the whole five-minute video there were maybe two or three dunks lots of layups you know, after great passes, um, it was amazing. It was just enjoyable to watch the whole thing. A lot of tough jumpers in the lane, floaters, fadeaways. Guys who can make jump shots are a dime a dozen over there, whereas they're at a premium in the NBA. You know, it's, it's gotten to the point where being a shooter is considered a specialty. Kyle Korver can't play a lick of defense. I love the guy, but he can't play a lick of defense. And his entire... Uh, role in this league in the NBA is to is to be a three-point shooter open things up for his teammates and I think he does a pretty admirable job of that and you know he earns his money but why is it that a guy who can actually make a jump shot is a rarity in our league you know how, how often how many times are you gonna draft these athletes that never become basketball players before you realize that you're playing basketball in the league it's not a track meet we're not you know Dwayne Wade, I think, is a great example of a guy who is both a great athlete and a great basketball player. Why can't we have more of him? He's not not a great three-point shooter, but he can hit the open jump shot. He plays good basketball, dominates the ball a little too much. But, you know, no one would deny that he is a top-five player in the league and when he's healthy. And, you know, but then you have guys coming out of the, the college ranks or the high school ranks every year not ready to play basketball in the NBA, not ready to to really produce. You know, that you put him on the floor and the guy can't shoot a jump shot, they're all over him, he doesn't have any post moves, he can't score. You know, it, it's fine, it's, it's well and good that these guys learn over the course of their NBA career, but explain to me the logic in recruiting or drafting a guy letting him, you know, training him for the first three years, and then as he gets good, he goes to the open market. It doesn't make business sense to me, and it definitely doesn't make basketball sense to me, yet it seems to be the, the prevailing strategy among NBA GMs is to do this. I would preferably, you know, the guys who go in the second round are typically your upperclassmen, more seasoned European vets, uh, why why take those guys in the second round and take the projects in the first round? I do understand the upside argument. I just think that so often the upside is meaningless. Michael Olawakandi comes to mind, you know, without having done my research for this. I, I would say that Michael Olawakandi is my, you know, the guy was a project. He was a senior in college, I believe, when he got drafted, but he'd become out of England, hardly played at all. You know, what What are you thinking there? Kendrick Perkins is another guy that just pops up coming out of high school. Gerald Green. Um, and, you know, there are 
I'm not a big fan of the NBA drafting high schoolers, and now that they can't do that anymore, I'm a happy, happy camper. Um, but even even then, you know, you got you got these guys coming out as freshmen and sophomores. Greg Oden and Kevin Durant are the exception and not the rule. And I just wish that more often we had people who became good basketball players through the course of their pre-NBA careers getting drafted and getting playing time so I wouldn't have to sit around and waste the 48 minutes of an NBA basketball game waiting for, you know, Sebastian Telfair to figure it out somewhere down the line, which he never did. Um, so that's basically uh, where I'm at with my blog. It's been all over the place recently because I just started law school uh, here in Oklahoma City and I uh, hopefully will continue law school for the next three years and won't have much time to do these kind of things but uh, if I do then we'll keep this up hopefully these last nine minutes of recording have actually worked this is new to me so I'm gonna see if I can find a way to get this published on my blog and uh, we'll keep it going so if anyone out there is actually interested in this please contact me I'd love to hear from you I'd love to hear what you're interested about uh, if you think I'm a total moron, I'd love to hear that too. I'm always up for a good argument. Um, to any patrons I have, thank you, and uh, hopefully you'll hear from me again soon. Thanks.